Welcome back to Love Lindsay, a captivating podcast that delves into the realm of things we've written in the past and embraces the sometimes cringy nostalgia that accompanies it. I am feeling in somewhat better spirits this week than last week. I was really nervous to post last week's podcast episode. If you guys listened, I was not doing very well, very stressed out, kind of very much so actually stressy and depressy. And um, there's just a lot of uh, turmoil right now around school and some hard classes and a terrible, terrible statistics exam I had to take. Um, I'll get back to that in a second, but I actually had, and even listening back, cause I do listen back to these podcasts. I even listening back to it. I was like talking quieter, just my energy was low. So I thank you guys so much for hanging with me. And actually, I got some amazing feedback from a few people um, that sought me out and specifically said that last week really helped them. And thank you. And I think that's because I actually decided to follow through instead of skipping the week due to mental health. I kept going. And like I said last week, um, I need you guys as much as you might need me or this podcast. So I just appreciate you so much. I love this family, this community that I've created, that we are creating together, um, of people that can just be transparent and resilient and strong and intelligent, very intelligent. I just have the greatest pack of listeners. All of you are just so smart and so awesome. And just, I keep getting more new listeners every week. So if you're new here, hi, welcome, welcome. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. I took my statistics exam. I was very nervous for it. I cried. Um, I actually cried in front of my like online tutor because I just wasn't getting the stuff. Uh, we're allowed to have one full page of notes for each test. And you would think like, oh, then that makes it like a no brainer. No, you guys, I had a full page of notes front and back and it still did not prepare me for this exam. I felt like I was going to pass out. I felt like I was going to throw up. I was just deeply, it was horrible. There was one point where I was doing this calculation on my calculator and just the calculations that we have to do are so tedious. And I was hitting enter, 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 nothing was happening. And so I asked my professor, I'm like, I'm hitting enter and nothing nothing is happening, hoping he could just steer me in the right direction or something. But he, he's very much like, I guess he's been working on his PhD for like 20 years. So he's very much like in the academic world and he has a self described major ego, which don't tell your students that please don't say you have a huge ego. That's just mean. Um, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Like this isn't the, this is not like that big of a deal. Like you could have given me like a little hint to help me on my way. Ugh. And then like, so funny. I was getting my hair done last week and um, bless her. I was telling her 
yeah, I, I think I bombed the exam. I don't know. And she's like, what happens if you fail it? You just take it again. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, bless you. I wish I could take it again. Um, no, getting into these like upper classes, at least in my experience, your overall grade depends on very few things and it's mostly just exams. So one exam can like make or break your entire grade. So I'm just screaming, crying, throwing up, like not really, but it's just like, seriously, like I am on pins and needles. I emailed him today asking, you know, are the grades going to be out before Tuesday? Because I kind of want to know if I'm going to get like a jump scare. I'd rather have the jump scare of the grade before class on Tuesday so I can come in and like finish crying. And yeah, math is just this mathematical journey I've been on that's involved with getting a bachelor's in science has been very emotional. It's very taxing. It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard, extremely uncomfortable to leave my house every week and go down and drive down hours to sit out of my element with people half my age and learn something that is just so not in my wheelhouse, as they say. Um, but, you know, I always say, if you want to get stronger and better, um, get out of your comfort zone. If you want to self, I'm always on a self-improvement journey, especially since moving back to Michigan and conquering kind of my mental illness in a sense that I'm not that it's gone away, but that I'm now functioning. I'm a functioning mentally ill person. <laughs> um, I'm always on a quest to step more out of my comfort zone. And I was so uncomfortable last week, you guys, after I recorded my podcast, like things got worse. I'm not kidding. They got worse. I got some, I'm just on a journey. <laughs> um, I'm just on a journey. I'm on a health, mental health, physical health journey. And I just got some other news and, um, but I'm always looking on the bright side. I'm always practicing my gratitude. I am beyond, beyond full of wealth and health and spoiled and privileged. And just, I have so much. So it's hard not to get stuck on what I don't have. What I don't have is amazing abilities to do mathematical craziness. Um, but in order to be licensed to help people, to be a social worker, to get a bachelor's in science in psychology, you got to do math. And it's just darn it. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you. Those of you that reached out, God, thank you so much. It turned my week around. Um, I also turned, I like, it's a saying I made up about myself. I think I've been saying it like for 15 years now. I pulled myself out of my own ass. I pulled myself out of my own ass and turned around and was like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do great. 
I um, got another, you know, tutor since getting help online in like this discord server for statistics students, like wasn't helping apparently since I was still broadsided by the contents on the exam. Um, so yeah, I just keep digging my feet in. I've, I started my going back to school journey like a year and a half ago and I just keep coming across new and difficult things and I just keep digging in and digging in and I'm doing it. I am doing it. So ah, yeah, I'm just glad that we're on this journey together. Like what are you guys dealing with? You know, and if you're not uncomfortable, then damn it, get uncomfortable. <laughs> no, really. Like if you, I know from experience, you don't get anywhere by surrounding yourself with comfort. And I know how easy it is to do that when you're ill because you feel like you need to. And sometimes you do. I'm just saying, try to make strides where you can and get uncomfortable and then message me, talk to me about how you're uncomfortable because I like to talk to other people that are on a quest of self-improvement and what you're doing to make things better. Anyway, I've got some bits and pieces to read to you guys today. Um, I figured it's not quite time yet to read like Christmas holiday themed things. I did read some like Thanksgiving type material last week, but I thought, yeah, it's still too early for like Christmas. So I have some blog posts, some journal entries. I was flipping through some of my old journals and I just thought I would share some details with you guys. I found an old journal from like 2010. Um, yeah, this is interesting. New Year's resolutions for 2011 floss every day, smell, spell tomorrow correctly. I, I still didn't know how to spell tomorrow. Um, work out every day. Do P90X. Make and send more cards. Um, keep in better touch with my brothers. Get a treadmill and then get my tooth fixed because I have bonding composite on two of my like front eye teeth. And I think I managed to get most of those done. I think a few days later, oh, I wrote, I have learned to spell tomorrow. I have flossed every day. I have gotten a treadmill. It is not yet February. And then January 26th, 2010. Like, how does that go back in time? I don't know how it does, but it does. Um, January 6th, 2010, I wrote, I wanted to be a bird today and fly so far away. I think I almost got kicked out of my school program. Lesson learned, no slacking off. 
I was in a nutrition assistant program. And if I remember correctly, I was not slacking off. They had a ridiculous, it was a year and a half long. She had a ridiculous, no absences whatsoever policy. And it was three days a week. No absences at all whatsoever. Like, are you joking me? You've got to be kidding. Um, I said, I've been crying a lot lately. I'm not sure why. It started with me leaving home because I was home for the holidays and missing my mama. Maybe it will end here. But I embark on my grieving, somehow hoping it grows something deeper. Feeding it nothing. Maybe it will. And maybe I will develop another eating disorder. And that's so sad because I don't want to develop another eating disorder. But who knows? Yeah, I was very much struggling. So at the time of writing this, Eddie, um, he was kind of like being, I don't know if the word is scouted, but the people that did, um, what was it called? Ghost. It was a ghost hunting show. And if you're into those ghost hunting shows, I forgot. It's not ghost adventures, obviously. Um, but it was these guys that are like normal dudes, like plumbers or something that were ghost hunting and they were scouting him to be on the show. And so they were like interviewing him like um, to see if he would be a good fit. And then if so, that would involve us moving to Pennsylvania where he would be filming the show. So I wrote in this diary, like little, birds. And I think I was planning on staying back in California in our condo and he was just going to travel to Pennsylvania and back to film. So that was, I forgot all about that. So I write so weird that when I used my ghost radar app with Josh over Christmas, it said California, Pennsylvania, and mama. Um, hello. Eddie thinks it's just advanced spyware on a free phone app, though. And I never texted the word Pennsylvania because I don't even know how to spell it. LOL. Does it listen to what I'm saying? If I use it again, will it, will it say sad and headache? Obviously, because maybe I was talking about sad and headache. Um... On January 26, 2010, the day of the headache, I thought I got kicked out of college. Yeah, because that woman that designed the thing believed in no absences. Then the next page, it says March 13th, my birthday. I have a distinct freckle on the tip of my right big toe. In case I ever die, you can identify my body with that. And then I drew a bird and a lightning bolt, which is interesting. I wrote, strong winds carry my little bird away, but I know he is strong and will be okay. Hmm. And then I wrote, and then I drew like a little bird next to a Christmas tree and I put, I think I'm pretty depressed. Oh dear. Hmm. January 31st, 2011. Started the official P90X 90-day cycle today. I don't know if you guys remember P90X. We actually still have our DVDs, and they're really good workouts. My favorite is the Kempo X one because it's like um, kickboxing. 
Anyway, started the P90X official 90-day journey today. 13 weeks and 13 weeks exactly till Jamaica. It's meant to be. Oh, yeah, I went to Jamaica for my best friend's wedding. I have so much to drink about, write about, and sing about. I want to play guitar again and learn to play like Led Zeppelin. I'm listening to sad Moulin Rouge music. How many times I've cried to this movie. So once my tax returns and tuition check comes in, I'm getting lessons down the street from school, which should work out well. It's in the hate district. Quiet my monkey mind if I could just be. So there's some little tidbitty tidbits from an old journal because I wanted to take a break off of um, blog reading. But obviously, like, my journal entries are a lot of them are just so, like, scattered with, like, doodles and they're just shorter overall. So I try to – I'm just trying to break it up. I also wanted to share this poem that I wrote. This must have been 2004, and since I'm having issues with school right now, I thought I'd read this one. It's called First Semester. The desperate days of a heartbroken soul, bleeding for answers and losing control. That sneaky depression that's always around. I would steal your hope, but there's none to be found. Our romance died today. I'm feeling shattered, but you claim you're the same but I won't let go. These are desperate days and I know there will be more. It's interesting. The way I wrote more reminds me of my mom's handwriting. You guys ever write something and then your handwriting looks like, like one of your parents or like one of your friends. That's always been like interesting to me how, and I think there have been studies that even certain handwriting traits are actually passed down genetically, which is so cool and so interesting. I just, I love stuff like that. So let's get into some blog posts. This one is fitting because I mentioned Black Friday and it's Thanksgiving week. I hope you all have amazing plans. Um, this week, my family's coming up to us for Thanksgiving, which they haven't done since 2019. And I threw a fit about nobody coming up here <laughs> since I'm driving down there all the time. And so they are coming here for Thanksgiving and I'm so excited. We just got some built-ins put in our kitchen and dining room. So everything just feels so new and pretty and I'm so excited. We brought all of our junk down to the basement, like all my craft supplies that's normally in the craft room so that my parents can sleep in there. And we're just getting ready for the week. So this blog post is called Preparing for Yule Blog, Black Friday Christmas Shopping and Advent Calendars. You guys, I love a good advent calendar. I'm obsessed. I love advent calendars so much, whether they're made out of paper or they're like one thing you open a day. Anyway, this blog post was written November 30th, 2020. Happy snowy November holidays, my peeps. How is everyone? I'm well. As usual, I have a lot going on inside my head, but not a whole lot happening outside of my head, if that makes any sense. 
I have secrets, things I can't talk about yet, and that just kills me when I can't discuss things on my blog because I tell you guys everything, everything. Same with my podcast, people. Today, I'm not at work. I had a super secret task today, and that's done, and I'm just being super lazy for a very good reason. wonder what my task was. Over the weekend, Eddie and I binged watched The Crown. Normally, it's super hard to get me to sit down and pay attention to anything that is on TV or otherwise because I am super ADHD, but this show is good. I am obsessed with all things French royalty, especially from the Marie Antoinette era. And I know this show is English, not French, but everything about the royal way of life is so interesting to me. It's been nice to finally get out of my own head and get off my phone and tune into an interesting TV show. It also helped me stave off my blogging habit, but obviously that didn't last too long because here I am typing away to you guys again. I mailed out my Christmas cards today, nice and early this year. I remember always trying to get my cards out during the first week of December, but since it's 2020, let's do it earlier. Speaking of cards, I posted this on social media, but didn't make an official announcement, and I probably should, but in celebration of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday, I'm giving away one free Pinup Girl holiday card with every purchase from my Etsy store. And then I just talk about that, and we don't need to read into that because I don't have my Etsy store anymore. I do, but it's Eddie and I's Etsy store for our merch for our NMML business. You can find that link on my website. Um, And then I say, I love how supportive you guys are, and this is just the least I can do. Thank you so much for shopping small and buying for my store. It means the world to me. I'm getting closer to my goals and dreams every day because of you guys. Also, a reminder that as a blog reader, you can use code THANKYOU10 for 10% off. If you are lucky enough to be on my personal Christmas card list, be very excited as your card is in the mail. And as always, there is a special surprise in each one. And if you know, you know. That's still true to this day, you guys. If you get my Christmas cards, you know what the surprise is. I'm still finishing up some final touches on some paper houses that will be going into my shop in time for Christmas as well. Stay tuned. I'm trying... To stay light and fluffy topic-wise on this blog, as there are things I'm trying to avoid talking about. So let's talk about shopping. Did you do any Black Friday online or in-person shopping? Want to know what I could get if I could go shopping? I'll tell you about it. Ooh, and then I talk about a good Sephora haul. And I talk about Shein, Bando, Packed Party, And then I say, it's almost December 1st. Every year I set up a fun advent calendar for Eddie, and this year is no different. I used to make the calendar every year, but I found this one last year, and I'm using it again to save on time and money. It's all filled up and ready for him to dive into the 1st of December. I usually fill it up with a good mixture of candy and little gifts. This year, Eddie got one for me as well, and I just feel so special and lucky. He got me a makeup advent calendar, and can you believe it's 24 days of makeup? I am so lucky. I would share which brand it is, but then I'd have to look it up online, and then I'd see what's in it, and I don't want to spoil the surprise for myself. Cheesy. 
This year, I have something special for you guys as well. In a way, it's like an advent calendar that you'll get in your inbox. The Christmas season, this Christmas season, I'll be doing a daily blog from December 1st to the 31st, aptly named Yule Blog. Hooray! This has been a special idea of mine for years, and I am inspired, inspired by YouTube vloggers who do a daily vlog called Vlogmas. I was considering calling it Blogmas, but as you know, Eddie comes up with the best blog names, and it's and it'd be kind of disappointing if I didn't use this chance to create a daily blog called Yule Blog. So here it is. Oh my God, sidebar. You guys, I just Googled Yule Blog and to see what other content creators out there have thought of this same thing. And I am shook. There is a new Amazon Prime movie from this year, 2020, called The Christmas Yule Blog. And it's all about a travel blogger. I forgot about that movie. No freaking way. I know what day one will be about. How about a review of this movie? Squee! I hope you're just as excited as I am. I want to use this time of holiday blogs to create an escape for us who desperately need a wholesome distraction from everything right now. I'll still talk about the importance of mental health, of course, but be prepared for lots of cheesy, ooey-gooey content that will be a perfect distraction for your everyday life and stressors. Decorate for the holidays, get your hot cocoa or tea ready, and I'll see you on December 1st. I'm going to close out this blog post with some photos from my Christmas dollhouse displayed proudly in our dining room. I was just in a fun place at this time, and I think about doing another like holiday blog a day for December. I really do. I'm thinking about doing it this year, or maybe just a blog a day while I'm on Christmas break. Ooh, that might be fun. This next blog post is called Lindsay Cleans Up Her Act, and it was written January 31st, 2021. And I know this one is about diet and eating, so I wanted to include it since uh, the holiday we are celebrating this week, if you celebrate, is all about eating. And I start off saying, hey, mental health warriors, welcome back to your safe place. This is my safe place, too. I want to talk about the various ways I'm cleaning up certain parts of my life. Firstly, my diet. As I've mentioned before, I continued my college education in San Francisco, where I received my nutrition assistant certification, which is one step below a dietitian, basically a registered dietitian's assistant. That's interesting because we were just reading that diary entry about that program that I got through. Anyway, I've had a passion for healthy food and food as medicine ever since. I am by no means a great cook or even talented in the kitchen, but I do have a feel for what I should and shouldn't eat. Even though I still eat what I shouldn't, I'm always trying to learn new things to make my overall lifestyle healthier. I have been reading books written by the medical medium previously mentioned here. If you want to join me in this quest for a healthier diet that lends more energy towards healthier moods and mental health, purchase this book. And it is a good book. So let's break down for a minute. Break this down. By this, I mean my brief history with diets and nutrition. I had an active eating disorder from ages 15 through 28-ish. 
my mom always made sure we had very healthy food in the house and I had access to everything I needed. But because I was lacking in mental stability and emotional and emotionally unstable, I still developed an eating disorder. When I moved to California in 2009 and moved in with my then boyfriend, now husband, I had to promise the disordered eating would stop or he would definitely send me back home to Michigan. Because I never taught myself how to eat normally, I gained weight very fast and I kept it on for years. Well, I still have all my post eating disorder weight, obviously. That's why I was very interested in getting an education in nutrition, just as was my reasoning for studying psychology. I know these subjects would help me in everyday life. After my nutrition education, I entered the beauty industry instead, and after a few years, I burned out and relapsed into the most severe depression episode of my life. It lasted approximately three years, and I was virtually bedridden the entire time. Cue major weight gain. Upon moving back to Michigan, I found myself again after really intense therapy and the best psychiatrist I've ever had, and over 70 pounds of weight fell off my frame in about a year and a half. Well, it didn't just fall off. I worked out every day, many times until I cried and cut way, way down on my processed food and eating out and ordering takeout. Oh my God, you guys, when I lived in San Francisco, especially the last like couple years when like food delivery was huge, I mean, there were hundreds of restaurants I could order from every day and we ordered out like every single day. It was ridiculous. In 2019, before taking a wonderful hiking vacation with my family in Yosemite and other places around California and Nevada, I trained what little I could during a major depressive episode, but I also altered my diet by taking out gluten and dairy so that I could use the extra energy I wasn't using to digest to get physically trained for hiking. (laughs) I'm dying at that. Physically trained. So going on the elliptical was physically training, I guess. Anyway, it was amazing how great I felt. I only didn't continue it because as a depressed person with low energy, it was really hard to just sustain a diet like that. Now I'm ready to try it all again and the help of medical medium and some good friends. This morning is my second morning having lemon water for breakfast, waiting 30 minutes, and then having celery juice. Yesterday, I had the same breakfast and was able to do a winter hike in the freezing cold for several miles. And normally I'm ravenous in the morning if I don't eat solid food. I felt really good after having that and the heavy metal detox smoothie on Friday. If you want to do this adventure of healing with me, get the medical medium book and this juicer. I used the juicer for the first time on Friday and it was amazing. I'll talk to you guys again soon. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel vlogs and Etsy store for Valentine's Day cards. So that's interesting. I'm also just been on like a cleaning up my diet type of journey lately. I decided to help out my, because I have severe insulin resistance for my PCOS. And that just won't do. It just sucks. So I'm starting a low carb journey. Um, basically I just need to eat as if I have diabetes, even though my blood sugar, like my A1C and like my blood sugar is like good. 
it's never been high or elevated, but I need to eat like I have diabetes because I'm insulin resistant. So this reading this blog just reminds me of that mindset and how like I'm here at this journey again, like again, like I just keep digging my feet in and trying over and over again. This next blog post is a good one. I like it. It's interesting. Um, It's called Out of My Comfort Zone and Into the Scary Unknown. I wrote it on October 30th, 2017. This was truly frightening, more than any Halloween or horror movie I've ever seen. I was given the opportunity to put a video of myself online for all the world to see and talk about my struggle with mental illness. Typing up a blog post is one thing, but coming out from behind the screen to show my face and actually talk out loud about my depression feels so much more vulnerable. However, I was honored to be asked for this chance to do something for a great cause, and I put my face where my message is. I like that. I put my face where my message is. I am extremely insecure about how I look. That is an understatement. Years ago, I was the girl always taking pictures and selfies, and I thought I looked okay in photos, etc. Since my major depressive episode started three years ago, and on top of all the weight I've put on in the past 10 years of being eating disorder-free, because I was anorexic and starved myself on and on for years until I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband, I still feel very much like the body I'm in is not mine at all. I still struggle with being able to look in the mirror. At this time last year, all the mirrors in our home were covered and viewable from the face up only because seeing my reflection hurt so much that it would completely destroy my day. You can't imagine how embarrassing it can be to tell people that, yes, I have struggled with an eating disorder, and yes, I was very sick at one point a long time ago, slightly underweight, but very physically sick all the time and mentally corrupt. And yes, I went to college for nutrition, and I am certified to tell people in hospitals what they should be eating, yet I am now grossly and morbidly obese. That was a huge run-on sentence. Sorry, let me refocus. So in general, I am normally embarrassed and insecure, and making this short 30-second video clip was going to be challenging. That is the whole point. I didn't know what to say in my video at first when I tried to think of advice for others going through what I am. But in thinking about the dread I felt making a video and how it would feel to get it done and know I accomplished something helped me realize that this was my own advice, to step out of one's comfort zone. See, I told you guys, it's a, a never-ending thing of stepping out of comfort zones. Then they go on to say, I know it can be so easy to fall into the trap of guarded behavior after years of depressive episodes that cause you to lose your ability to function or leave the house, but you have to move on as you heal. Going to therapy every week is so helpful to me, but for a while earlier this year, I felt as though my recovery hit a plateau. It was because I was changing my way of thinking to a more positive way, but not acting it out in real life. I needed to leave the house more. I needed to put makeup on again and buy clothes that I actually wear out of the house. I spent so much time thinking about being better, but I wasn't acting as though I was feeling better. 
Here's the link to the video, and I want you all to click it and take a look. Not necessarily because I want everyone to watch me, but I want everyone to see all the videos and all the brave faces out there who are struggling, but strong enough to say, I'm hurting, and if you are too, here is something that helps me that may help you. So what this was about is this account. It was the first account that ever reached out to me about my mental health journey run by people that I don't know. Um, it's called Joy for Jan, and Jan is the owner of the Instagram account. Their mother, Jan, um, died by suicide years earlier. So what they do is they feature people on their page via like self-video talking about what they suffer from and what helps them to get through the day. So it just was something that really helped jumpstart my journey to recovery, having this random account, these two girls reach out to me and ask me to share my story. It was so inspiring and so cool. And I'm still grateful for them to this day for doing that. If you want to read this blog post and check out um, the account that I'm speaking about, go to lindsayloomis.com and go to my blog and then go to the blog posted October 30th, 2017. And then at the end I write, thank you, Joy, for Jan, for sharing my story and sharing my blog on your page. And it helped um, bring in, um, oh, there I am. My video is still up. That's crazy. I helped bring in readers to my blog as well. So <sighs> I think that's about everything that I have in me today, you guys. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with me again. Um, let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know if there's anything that you want me to talk about on here, whether it's about writing or just mental health in general. And I will see you guys back here on another episode of Love, Lindsay.